0: Welcome to the Generation 3 Girls Podcast, where we go on a journey to understand ourselves and our world and invite you to come along. We will speak honestly and openly from our own experiences, but seeking professional help is always strongly encouraged.
1: And
2: we're your hosts, and I'm Mallory.
3: I'm Laura. And I'm McKenna. And today we are interviewing Mallory. Just so exciting! Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Our yeah. final interview in the interview yes. series.
2: <laughs> Best for last in my. I was right. just gonna say that. <laughs> I guess I'm um, sad that I'm saying this. <laughs> <laughs>
3: okay, Matt, will you give us a little spiel about who you are, what you do?
2: Yeah, my name's Mallory. I'm five nine. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, uh, my name is Mallory. I live in Washington D.C. Um, grew up in California. Um, I went to Washington D.C. for college. I went to the George Washington University and got my bachelor's in political communication, and then continued on to complete. Uh, my master's in public health at GW, which I will finish next week,
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: literally next week. Um, so yeah, I'm studying, well, my, my big area of interest is sexual and reproductive health. Um, so something in that area is ideally what I would do. Although right now I am the fitness and wellness coordinator for GW Campus Recreation. Um, so I oversee all of their fitness health promotion, which is actually very a, a very fun job. And I have been enjoying it a lot. Other things about me, um, I'm also a fitness instructor and a personal trainer. And they're very fun. And I love it. Um, brings me a lot of joy. And I love to read. I don't know. Am I missing anything really important
0: about myself? Nice. No, I'd be your friend. You sound good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: thank you, Laura. That means a lot. I appreciate that. Uh,
3: um, I have a question. When so you do all these really cool things now, and your interests are so varied, and academically, I feel like you have like all of these interest that you're just like so intelligent and and know all these amazing things like from politics to public health to women's health etc um but when you were little what did you think that you were going to be when you grew up oh
1: man
2: <laughs> okay. so um what i was going to be well i had two big career paths literally probably until late high school so i was either going to be a writer um, and I wanted to be basically a novelist. I had the most creative imagination as a child. Um, I don't even know where to begin on that. I created my own religion and went knocking door to door, trying to get people to join my religion. Um, I had a whole Bible and everything. It was fascinating. And I I just created these whole worlds for myself. I'm an only child. So, um, I spent a lot of time by myself talking to myself. (laughs) And so I used to go out and sit on the swing and just literally for hours, would talk to myself and tell myself stories. And my mom would come out and be like, Mallory, you probably should come inside. And I was like, no, mom, I'm in the middle of a story. Um, I would write, I mean, even as like a 10 year old, I would write 50 page stories, just like scribbled out. Um, so for a long time, I really, really, really wanted to be a writer. And then I also like juxtaposed that with wanting to be an actress. I was very convinced that I was going to make it as an actress, even though I've been told repeatedly by my boyfriend that I have a terrible singing voice and I cannot act. <laughs> um, but yeah, I really wanted to be an actress and I loved musicals. I was in so many musicals as a kid and I loved them. My favorite was probably, well, I loved being in Cats, although I feel like Cats has really, like, gone downhill since the (laughs) movie, but it was a prime one to be in. I was Jenny Annie Dots.
3: Um, I didn't know any of your musical theater background.
2: Oh, man. I, um, I actually started my own, uh, musical theater company when I was 12. (laughs) And I got all of my friends in my high school to come and we would put on like youth productions. So we did Annie and we did Guys and Dolls and we did um, Bye Bye Birdie. Um, And just like in my living room and we would have like 50 people, mostly parents, Um, (laughs) um, and perform. And it was like so fun. It was just like, I loved it.
3: That's So, so cool.
2: I think what really stopped that one for me was when I got to high school I went to the magnet high school that didn't have a drama program whereas the big high school in my hometown had this huge drama program and I think if I would have gone to that one I would have been much more involved in it but I didn't really like I did show choir but it wasn't the saint, like you don't act as much in show choir it's more just singing and dancing which are my weaknesses um so i think that's <laughs> what it is.
0: i think mallory i disagree with ryan i think you have a great voice and
1: i think it's gotten worse i'm gonna be honest like <laughs> is it possible for your voice to get worse as you get older
0: no i just like i remember like running through streets singing um what were we singing? We were singing Wicked soundtrack, like Wicked songs. Okay, we were with our ex-boyfriends, and we were in Ann Arbor, and we were just running and singing. I
1: remember this.
0: Wicked, and they were like trying to lose us because we were being so obnoxious.
2: <laughs> Honestly, that sounds familiar. Yeah, my the darkest moment of my life <laughs> was uh, my senior solo when show choir was nobody's perfect, and I by Hannah Montana, and I missed yeah. it. <laughs> I meant it as, like, a parody.
1: Like, it was supposed to be, like, social commentary on, like, our generation's music. But it's... I don't think anyone got that. <laughs> no one really got that part of it. And so it was just... I mean, I'll show it to you. You have a video? I have the video, and I showed Ryan. Yeah. And I literally think he almost broke up with me. It was like... It's so embarrassing. And I said, oh, oh, i crying. Yeah, and show us. Yeah, it's not, I, oh. I have it in my home, t- like in my, at home. Like it's on a CD. I know. Oh. But, Do but you know um, the taste um, of it? I mean, <laughs> I, let me just, no one can see this, but this was one of the movements. <laughs> it was so very perfect. I gotta work it. And then I did some feet movements in there. Um, You are so confident. Like literally confidence out of your butthole. (laughs) Like uh, one could argue that I was too confident.
3: Oh my god, that's hilarious. I don't think we would have been friends in high school. I'd been way too scared.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I was a little
3: turtle.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean I was pretty confident, but I think it was like a lot of fake confidence probably like I also don't think anyone told me I was a bad singer at that point, so I think I still thought that I was, like, I had some talent.
3: Do you think that you would have been one of those people if you told your friends and family that you were trying out for, like, American Idol, that they would support you fully Yeah, with that venture?
1: I think they would have, I mean, now, no. (laughs) Ryan would literally
2: be so afraid. He would hide in a hole. No, but I think back then, my parents would have been like, yeah, okay, Mallory. Um, Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that was a really long story. Sorry. No
3: apologizing here.
1: All
2: right. You're
0: right. You're up. This is a funny question because I feel like you are like, this is like a hypothetical question, but I feel like you're fully capable of doing whatever you are about to say. But what is your dream PhD? Oh man.
2: Well, I would say in terms of fields, it would be like the intersection of like sociology, women's studies, and public health. Like Mm -hmm. those two combined. I would say like in terms of topics, like the two topics that are most interesting to me in terms of like something that I could dedicate myself, like doing a PhD would be like how we communicate about abortion. So Mm. like the, like probably a history of the movement and then how the communication has changed over time um to where we are today um that is something that i think i could spend like decades talking about because the history is so interesting and then just looking from like a framing perspective very fascinating and then i would say the other thing that is kind of a part of that would be looking at like social norms around feminism and like gender equality and all of that and i think the history of the feminist movement with all of its ups and downs is really fascinating and then tying that into the issues that they now prioritize um and kind of how that happened is really interesting um and i think even just like inside of public health we talk about a lot of these issues from like a clinical perspective but not as much from a historical perspective so like why are we spending so much time talking about this but not this um, I just think that like why those things happen are fascinating. So like a PhD in women's studies. So sociological health. Awesome. That made no sense. Yeah, I ever. can't wait for that.
3: <laughs> All <laughs> right. Ken, do you have uh, another question? Yeah, I did. And then again, I just got lost in the story. <laughs> um, <laughs> which means that you guys are engaging. <laughs> um, okay. Let me think. This is gonna put you on the spot, but it's gonna be okay. What do you think is your, you know, like the quality about yourself that you appreciate the most?
2: I don't know. I think that one thing I really enjoy about myself is I think
1: I'm easy to be around myself. Does that make sense? Like, I really like being by myself and getting to talk to myself. And I think I'm personally very funny.
2: And I just feel like <laughs> I remember listening to a podcast that was like, "This is gonna sound really morbid, but it, it has a nice flip." where it's like, essentially, you spend a lot of your life alone. And at the end of the day, like, if you don't like who you are, and like spending time with, like your person, then you look for outlets outside of yourself. And like, sometimes that can not go well. And I've always appreciated just going even back to my childhood that I was able to spend all of those hours by myself, because I really, really love just like, hanging out with myself and that was so fun and i feel like as i've gotten older just being like really appreciative of who i am and the fact that like i like myself i think that's a big one
1: yes i think Obviously, that's a big I one
2: have, i have lots of areas of growth but i think it's like if you like who you are that's important mm-hmm.
0: i also think you can when you like yourself other people can sense that and that's a very attractive quality i think
3: I also feel like it's very, like, it takes kind of a mindful decision to build a relationship with yourself. And I don't think a lot of people think about it in those terms. Mm -hmm. They just think, oh, you know, I'm lonely or whatever, or I can search for other things to kind of fill whatever void might be there. But when you kind of make the decision, like the conscious decision to be like, I'm investing in myself, I'm learning about myself I'm learning to appreciate myself. I think that's a, even a different caliber of than just being like comfortable going to dinner by yourself or to the movies by yourself.
2: And I even so. think about like when I journal, I write like jokes to myself in my journaling. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll write something and I'll laugh for legitimately a minute about what I wrote. Like so I was funny. To, Oh the other week I so now every Sunday, oh my gosh, that's tomorrow. Every Sunday I write the highlight of my week
1: and I, I wrote down, like, this week I'm gonna write my highlightiest of highlights, and I could not stop laughing. I thought that <laughs> was so funny. <laughs> highlightiest is not a word, but it's so funny.
3: Um, anyway. <laughs> Laura, do you have another one?
0: Um, no, I think we can go ahead and ask our final question, which is, what is, like, your favorite sort of motto that you like to repeat to yourself?
2: Um, well, I'm gonna make it a quote because I had prepared a quote. so
0: okay, a what
2: quote. is a quote? Um, ever since I was pretty young, my favorite quote was an Anne Frank quote, and it's um, we all live with the objective of being happy. Our lives are all different yet the same. And I love that quote because I One quality I really like in myself is I think I'm able to have a lot of empathy for where people are at. And rather than just like projecting my feelings on people, I think I'm pretty good about meeting people where they are. And I think even back to the like the BJ Fogg, Dax Shepard episode we listened to where BJ Fogg said like everyone's just trying to do their best. No one is trying to mess up. And I really liked the concept of like everyone is just trying to live their life and everyone does it in different ways and you have to really know that people, we're, all, we're all on our journey and there's ups and downs and no one's like going to always do it right but no one is trying to ruin your life and, and I, I don't know I've always really liked reflecting on that if I'm like really mad at someone or if someone's really bothering me it's like I have to go back to they're just trying to be happy they're not trying to make me annoyed so that's really one of my yeah. big mottos
3: that's a great one I would also agree that you're good at meeting people where they are.
2: I mean, I think that's how you make change happen. You can't make change happen by just pushing back on people constantly. Like sometimes you have to compromise and then that's how you.
3: Yeah, I agree with that on like a broad scale, but just for you individually on a smaller scale too, just like that's part of the reason I think that our friendship worked is that I felt like I didn't feel like I was. I don't know, like I threw my ideas up against you and instead of like hitting a wall that you just like let them happen. I'm and a it. Yes. <laughs> and that wasn't something I'd really ever experienced before with like people not giving me like pushback when it came to like my dreams, which is I think a very important thing. And, and even like when I, both of you guys, like when I told you everything, like even if you didn't understand it all, like you guys were both very accepting so i think to just that's an, like i don't i think that's a very rare thing that mm-hmm. i really appreciate and enjoy
1: thank you mm-hmm. okay. cool.
3: What i'm just <laughs> no. hug.
1: oh my
0: gosh don't okay go well no. i think that concludes our interview series thank you so much for listening and stay tuned. Check Big out our website. Come. Big things to come. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye.